0: This intro episode is just to learn a little bit more about the BOSS series and about me. Residency didn't teach us everything we needed to learn to be a successful surgeon. I realized this as a junior attending and started the BOSS series through our DC chapter, the American College of Surgeons, of 2015. Some of the topics covered included how to write a CV, coding, personal finance basics, negotiating your contract, running an efficient clinic, these are still relevant topics that are so important and not taught consistency in residency. Over the last few years, however, I began realizing that there's so many more topics that aren't covered in residency, and these are actually more important than some of the nuts and bolts practical aspects of practice. Learning how to deal with a difficult partner, dealing with complications, dealing with the threats of malpractice, negotiating with administration to advocate for what you want, frustrations with the burdens of EMRs and notes, Hating clinic, imposter syndrome, burnout, redefining success, and considering a non-traditional career move like moving part-time or sabbaticals. These are just some of the topics that have come up in the years since I started the BOSS series, and that is where the direction of BOSS is going now. Let me introduce you to who I am so you can understand the context of where I'm coming from. I'm Amy Vertries. I'm a board-certified general surgeon. I spent my early career in the Army. I was privileged to attend the only military medical school in the U.S. that goes by many names, including first, Uniformed Services, University of the Health Sciences, USUS, or USU. Kaplan described USUS as the best-kept secret of medicine, and they were right. Um, I had a stellar education, and it was anything but boring. My surgery residency was at Walter Reed Army Medical Center while I was in D.C., and I was there at the heights of the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. I created a database on the Warringer soldiers and contributed to landmark research on colon injuries, abdominal wall management, severely injured soldiers, grafts and vascular injuries, and pancreatic injuries. After residency, I served three tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. As a junior attending, I was an associate program director for a general surgery residency program. This was the largest in the military and chair of our Young Surgeons Committee with the American College of Surgeons and past president of the Association of Women's Surgeons at the DC chapter. We had a very supportive area with a lot of residencies in the area and, and was able to tap into a lot of knowledge of many surgery attendings around me. I completed my army payback in 2017 and I moved to Tennessee to be closer to family. I began work at a small community hospital where I practiced bread and butter general surgery. The last few years, have been really a tremendous period of personal growth for me. This is where I felt the acute difference in what we learned in residency and what we actually need to know in practice. I have actually lived these lessons of negotiating with administration, navigating relationships with the clinic and the OR staff, negotiating contracts, dealing with difficult partners, managing a clinic, and dealing with the idea of redefining success as I thought about what success means to me. These lessons and the influence of the pandemic led me to a huge career shift. I left the perceived safety of an employee practice for private practice. I discovered coaching in that time with Katrina Ubell's podcast, Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, and I learned that there was a new way of thinking about my problems. I continued this self-coaching journey with the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo podcast, and it was like the world opened up. She showed me the power of asking the right questions and learning to hear the thoughts that are in my mind that are leading us to get the results we're getting. The question that set me free from employed practice was, what are you tolerating? I realized that I had a good job. I could live comfortably, comfortably for a while, but there were some things I left, I felt like I was just tolerating, and I didn't want to look back after 10 or 15 years and complain about the same problems I was having currently. Because I was convinced that the concerns that I had were never gonna change, I tried negotiating, coaching. I read books and I journaled. And it was kind of a sudden decision to not renew my contract. I actually didn't have a backup plan initially. I just decided that I had a good job, but I wanted a great job. I had a feeling that there was more. I also had a feeling that employed medicine was not as stable as it seemed. Once I chose not to renew my contract, the hospital decided to close the surgery clinic, so my sense that employment was not as stable as it seemed was correct. And in fact, that was, my husband said that was the first time in all of this that I didn't think you were crazy. Um, I chose to navigate my own career. I bought a building. I found a contractor. I renovated the building. Now I work in a beautiful building. I hired all my staff, and they were absolutely amazing. I didn't realize how much of a good, a good team could really transform the experience at work. There's so many moments of uncertainty and panic in those early days. I had discovered self-coaching, then I got coached and eventually became a certified coach myself through the Life Coach School. I truly believe that the work we spend on our mind and ourselves, our greatest asset, is us. It's, It's the key to defining and achieving success for ourselves. The goal of this podcast is to give these lessons that were not taught in residency, to give you the skills to be a successful, fulfilled surgeon, to help you navigate your career so you too can have a great job, and also to free yourself to have a great life outside of surgery. It's my privilege to be your host.